All right, we're live and welcome as usual to another episode of Eclap. I'm your host, Paolo. And today's episode is going to be quite fun because this is someone who I've been meaning to invite, uh, but I thought that maybe, you know, season one wasn't really the best time to invite her. So I said, you know, why not invite her to season two of the show? And, you know, actually, you know, today's episode is quite unique. I mean, yes, we did have a episode before where, you know, we spoke about uh, for one whole month, um, different people who are affected by COVID. You know, we had a doctor and a nurse here. We had an insurance agent. We had someone who actually recovered from COVID. And we even had people who were discussing how they do their whole you know, dating online stuff with COVID. We really learned a lot in terms of how they do those things, right? But today, uh, this this special guest, uh, her story is quite unique because uh, she actually went abroad for Christmas, you know, with her boyfriend uh, in Europe or in the UK. And she was actually stuck for quite some time there. And, you know, I thought at first, uh, because, you know, of course, we follow each other on social media, you know, and when she would do stories, I was thinking, oh, yeah, she's probably going to be back in a month. Then it became two months, three months. Then I thought that maybe it's going to be a year, but it was only for six months. So, yeah. So I'm going to introduce her a bit. And she's also very unique because she's the only guest I've had where you know because usually I ask my my guests to write their own introductions because you know I want the, I wanted to come from them, and when she sent it to me, it felt kind of office based. Where it was like six bullet points, so it was kind of like a PowerPoint. So yeah, uh, Ash. So this is from her, and I quote: uh, "She's 28 years old, going through a midlife crisis. Uh, she has the supposed middle child syndrome." She's an econ grad, a full-time corporate grad for an e-commerce platform company. Uh, she's a part-time painter, which I did not know, and I definitely want to discuss that with her. Uh, she has a British boyfriend. Yes, she did actually put that as one of the points. And she's the co-owner of Potato Works Digital, which is also something we're definitely going to discuss a bit later. So welcome to Iglaf for the very first time, Rorin. Hey, Rorin. Hey. Hi, Paul. Thank you for running through the bullet points. <laughs> Definitely. But actually, now I would want you to like, you know, here's your chance to maybe rewrite it by telling us a bit more about yourself, aside from the very, the you know, summarized point. bullet points. I was like looking at the things that like your your previous um um yes. your previous guest had and they were like really nice right up like their background stuff. I was like my bullet points are from like an elementary school. Not very elementary. I thought it was very like we're pitching to a client and we're like, oh here's Rorin and you put down all your things there. But I mean, you know, it's not a bad intro. It's actually one of the most unique intros I've seen. But yeah, why don't you tell us a bit more about yourself? Okay, guys, I will elaborate on the bullet points. <laughs> so I'm, 20, <laughs> I'm 28 years old. I just had my birth. I, I just turned 28 actually last August, August 24. Um, but weirdly, I have, um, but legally, I'll be 28 on September 24. So I have two birthdays. Let's not talk about it. It's complicated. Okay. Perfect. And then, what's the second bullet point? So your second bullet, um, middle uh, middle child syndrome. Yeah, I have middle child syndrome. So for those that doesn't know what middle child syndrome is, you, no one really, um, none of your parents uh, 
likes you <laughs> or you're not the favorite child. <laughs> I mean, um, the firstborn um, is my um, mom's favorite, and then the bunso are my dad's favorite. But you know what? I mean, <laughs> I'm just there. <laughs> I'm just a middle child, but they love me. <laughs> And then what else? Like I'm Eton grad, so actually yeah. I'm from the University of the um. Uh, sorry, I'm from the University of Santo Tomas. Um, that's my bachelor's, and then I had my graduate studies, my master's in La Salle. So also applied economics. <laughs> and then currently I'm working for an um e-commerce platform. Um, actually it's like food delivery. And then what else? Um, what's in there? A part-time painter, which I would really want I to talk about. I am a part-time in, in painter. A bit. Yeah. Okay. Later, I can so, like, show you, you my painting, maybe. Yeah, like, what do you paint? I'm curious. Do you paint still life oh. or is it um, abstract? Um, it's a mixture. So, at first, I started with actually soft pastel. It started when it was, like, COVID, actually. Okay. I was having like, you know, <laughs> random breakdowns. And then my my partner and I would like, you know, it's it's hard because he was like in Makati during that time. And um there's a lot of restrictions. Philippines was figuring out COVID and and we can't see each other. And it's not it's something that is actually I know everyone had a struggle with. So everyone yeah. had to, you know try to uh, figure something out and then afterwards i said like okay i haven't i haven't actually I, I really want to paint my sister is a painter she's really good and then i tried soft pastel at first and then it turned out they said good and then i really enjoyed it i said actually soft pastel was like one of the well for me was the hardest thing to do because it's like you have to have good like um how to say this you you have to have like good control and like for example like oil am i nerding out already no, like not oil, at all. Acrylic, they are types of like paint that you can usually like redo but yeah. with with soft pastel you just have to be like it it needs like some sort of like confidence yeah yeah accuracy in order for you to like really show showcase what you you want so that's that so i started with that and then i ended up having like a hundred plus artworks wow okay yeah it was like crazy because i'm doing like for, for for a day i would i would do like two if i'm in a meeting and i'm like just you know you have a when you list down all your meetings, there are times you are a presenter. <laughs> there are times that you need to be very, because you know when you're with your boss, you're ma they're yeah. making this of you. You need to be agile and then look at yeah, where's this all, yeah. coming from. It's like okay, <laughs> I'm gonna answer that. And there are yeah. times like oh, you're just an audience, like everyone's yeah. shouting and they're just like, mm, good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then those during those times, I would just like paint. And then I said, "Ah, oh, okay, I'm done with another one." And then I'll do another one. So that's how it it's done. So I ended up. I think actually it's two hundred right now. Wow, where, where do you house all of these paintings? It's just and well, my sister is a hoarder. 
<laughs> she had it like framed, like 10 of them. Yeah, having 200 um, paintings yeah. framed will take a while, right? <laughs> and then she, um, most of it are like watercolor. So I actually tried a, a lot already before I painted something like for way, way back five, five years ago, years using oil. That was because my sister had a spare canvas and then I did it. So that's okay. that. And then my sister is hoarding everything. And then I'm just like doing it for for like a, for um like partially. And then she'll like speak and then say, That's mine already. That's mine. <laughs> Save it for me. So yeah. order. But then you you can't do anything. So question. Um the 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 I think those are lilies or tulips behind you. Are is that your painting? Oh yeah, that is mine. Wait, should I yeah, get? That's it? pretty big. Yeah, sure. But wow, that's that's pretty big. Uh, this one. Can you give me the? Oh no, the guy. Um. Yeah, some of it. I will show it to you guys. This is a tulip. The the one that my mom requested. So that this one, I really enjoyed because like you can see there's like a bit of shadow. Which is kind of hard to do, I think. Not, not that kind of, it's hard to do. <laughs> and then this one is, for example, uh, this one is watercolor. So one of my watercolor paintings. Yeah. Do you plan to sell any of these? Sorry again? Do you plan to sell your painting? Do I plan to sell it? No, to sell them. To sell like them. To, yeah, to sell them, yeah. Ah, yeah, actually, I am I'm trying to, like, um, how to say this, finish my portfolio. Ah, uh, this one. Oh, my dad is handing, handing out this one. Everyone like this for some reason. I don't know why. And then my sister is just handling things. Okay, exhibit. I don't know. This is my This is like this one again. And then I uh, that this one. This one. Um my my partner requested for like an abstract thing. So I just made that, it. That's really nice. Yeah. You made so, that by yourself? Yeah, I made it as well. What else? There's a lot actually. This? Yeah, no, but I have to say, uh, I'm surprised that you only started doing... Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, so I just have to, really... I have to give my apologies to our Spotify audience tomorrow who will not be able to see these paintings <laughs> when they listen to this on Spotify. But uh, I swear they're really good. Um, Roran, uh, you know, do you plan to have like an IG page for your paintings or something? Yeah, follow me on IG. So my portfolio is not yet done and I'm building my website. Uh, wow, so okay. <laughs> well, my boyfriend needs to build my website. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Roran's boyfriend. Please finish her website. Actually, right now, you need chop chop. <laughs> um, so follow me. It's um, can I plug here? <laughs> actually, we usually plug after the show, but you could plug in right now if you want. I mean, just no, it's so fine. Later, you can like... later. All right, no, but I have to say though, from all the paintings I've seen, the car's pretty nice, but the tulips for me. That's like um, that, that's that's master classic there. I, I did expect that you're the one who made it. Uh, thank you. I mean, just because, I mean, I don't doubt your skill. It's just more on, you know, you mentioned that you started it last year, you know, during the lockdown. So that's just one year of painting. 
it's something that you know I expected someone with like five years, ten years of experience to make. So, oh, thanks, Paolo. So maybe you should have been a painter instead of doing your ecom job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I actually like there are multiple. I feel like painting is also my, what to say this, my coping me- mechanism, and also like a way for me to kind of say that hey, I did something today. I did something to like, um improve my skill rather than just like doing data analysis for example analyzing things running campaigns those things so it it really like it's something that is very fulfilling for me but at the same time it's kind of intimidating at some point especially like my mom (laughs) my mom would look at my paintings and say you know what i feel like you're that's that one's not like nice or something and i think that (laughs) (laughs) so guys this is like something that i always tell even my interns in my current job is that if you believe that you are gonna make something good you are gonna make something good like it is your first um the first person that will believe in yourself is you so that's also like in painting like i will make this really good and it will turn out good but like sometimes it's it is like oh god i, I made a mistake this will be like shit <laughs> okay um quick question is domino dominador bernalis your dad by any chance oh say my dad chatting <laughs> yeah your dad's been commenting and did you show the fisherman painting because he said that that's his favorite basically ah uh, that one so there so one of the things that actually um that happened um during those times that i am trying to i think i was having like anxiety i told i i I think i shared a while ago so i asked people if you have any um any sort of like request please send it to me so that's when i started like painting for my friends for my father's colleague for my mom's friend amigas and they were just really happy and it's something that you want to like share um um, the experience with it, right? Whenever you do something, you kind of want to have to give meaning to it. So that one, the fisherman painting, was actually very close to my heart because I was like, um, my dad is actually a fisherman. Oh, um, he was like a farmer, yeah. He was a farmer. He came from a very, he they were really poor to the extent that um. Um, there were five. Um, they were five um, kids, and then their mom, their dad died, and then it was just their mom. And then their mom would like farm, would do the farming, and then my dad doesn't have pencil. Those weird things like you don't have a pencil, you have to like use a pencil, one muggle pencil for the whole entire year, <laughs> and then you have to like they don't they how do they make a mongol pencil last the whole year that should only last you like what a month i know or right <laughs> yeah so they have to be very careful in like using using it and then like he also doesn't have paper so he needs to every every day he'll wake up five o'clock in the morning um plow the land with his best friend carabao blackie <laughs> so that's the carabao and then like it's every just imagine a like um, seven-year-old, a five-five uh, to seven-year-old, a kid plowing the the field the at land, five a.m. Yeah. And then before going to school, he'll like pick up a, a fruit and then will give 
uh, we'll like barter it. Like, can you give me a paper? I'll give you manga. <laughs> and then that's how he gets like the paper. Yeah. <laughs> that was the barter trade before. So, um, anyway, um, long story short, my dad, my dad and my mom, I owe a lot um, of things to them. Um, that's why I also strive on my own. Um, they really instilled like work ethic, always being like punctual, always um, thank um, God, the universe for like all your blessings because they were, they didn't had it like easy. easy yeah. So that one is a is a picture of a person who is like in the boat. He he was that boy. Um, so when he returns to the um, home, he would fish. And then look for fish for the um for food in the, for the food for the evening for all of the kids and stuff and then he said that one um like one random day he was like looking in the skies and then he said he promised himself i my children won't have the same um same um wouldn't have the same experience as this i promised this to myself i would give them a very good life and that's what the the painting is now, I think that's that's really amazing. I I yeah. hope you could show me the painting one of these days because, you know, the, I the just send you the photo. Of that. Yeah, just send me the photo. No need to like hand it. You know, I, because your your dad uh, is commenting saying that um you know, uh your your mom is amazed that you're on TV or something. Your mom, you're on TV, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. To to Mr. Bernales, yeah, she's definitely on. Facebook and this will really um you know reach a lot of people because you know very very strange um Rory. but have you heard of a country called Tuvalu by any chance no so Tuvalu is actually one of the smaller countries in the world the population is like 10,000 people but we do have a healthy audience there I'm not really sure how that happened but to all our friends in Tuvalu you know you're probably watching this tomorrow because they actually have the same time zone as the US so mm. they'll probably see it tomorrow but yeah okay so you know amazing backstory that you know your dad was a fisherman uh he's an amazing barter I mean one mango and he got a couple of you know pages of paper I think it's amazing and I would really want to to um, talk to him about resource management because I don't understand how because me I rarely broke a pencil or anything <laughs> right, but I could never imagine how a Mongo pencil unless if it's like the really big ones right could last you a year like fine three months believable but a year is really uh, amazing so okay so you know we we, we spoke about your paintings. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, um, Mr. Bernas, you can watch this over and over again. It's on the Facebook page. Uh, but yeah, so okay, so you mentioned your love for painting. Sorry, before we move on a bit, I'm just so curious. So you mentioned that you know your friends, your dad's office mates, or your mom's office mates request paintings from you. Like, how much do you charge them for, for these? I know it's for free, and then I figured like everyone's just requesting like a lot of things. I mean, their uh, their friends, neighbors, and neighbors are requesting for things. Like, I need to charge now. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Like, I, like, are you planning to charge already? And if you I, are, like, you know, I think that's the thing about like passion. Sometimes you can really put like, I don't know, like personally, I don't know how to you know charge people like with what I make. But yeah, I'll be like doing some math over it, maybe per <laughs> per inches. 
something. This is an LCD billboard. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So okay. So we we've learned about your amazing painting and uh, the fisherman that I would love to see you know after this podcast podcast. Uh, then the next one is uh, before we get to your to Ashley. Uh, your nickname, um, um, Wang. So your name, your real name is Roran, right? Roran's not a nickname. So yeah. how did your name become the same amount of letters, even or yeah, something like that to your to your real name, like Wang Roran? Like, wh- where's the connection there? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Actually, there's two two nicknames. The the first one is really bad. It's Bawang, and then the other one is Wang, Bawang and Wang. Okay. The reason why that's my nickname was because my sister, when I was born, my mom took me and then introduced me uh, to my sister. You know what my sister did? She walked out. She was crying. She said, you no longer love me. <laughs> that's why I call her number one in Gitera. Hey, number one in Gitera. She, she cried. She doesn't like me. Or like, like tears. She wasn't. Like, you guys have another kid because you don't you love, don't me, love anymore. me anymore. You betrayed me. And then she, right now, her her um excuse was like, she said that my mom and dad didn't brief her that there is an upcoming baby, which is me. And I was like, my God. Wait, 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 wait. How was that an excuse? Like, did she just think your mom was gaining weight? I mean, always your mom, you know, when women get pregnant, you know, right? The tummies usually... I know, right? I don't know. Maybe my sister doesn't have, like, you know, not that bright during those times. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, she's not watching because she just calls. Maybe okay. she's not that bright. No, she's brilliant. She's really talented. And, yeah, I adore her. Yeah, she, she was just probably acting or, or something at that age. <laughs> anyway. So my sister, my mom was like telling her, Rorin, Rorin. That's how you pronounce my name, Rorin. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I've been mispronouncing no, no, your no, name. No, it's, it's fine. Rorin, I don't, I don't mind. Rorin. Then my my sister, who wants revenge? <laughs> told my mom, Baweng. And then that's my name. <laughs> and then from that, I really hated her when I was a kid. Like everyone's calling me Bawe, Baweng, Bawang something like that and then it goes her like this is your fault for not liking me that's the reason why i have like really weird thinking. well it it kind of improved to wing actually wing is not a bad nickname it's just more of I like know, the, the, the real names are usually like wendy or ah, rachel yeah. or, or something like that that's just one thing how did the hell did rorin um get it was wing? my sister it was my sister okay and bowing is like uh, a gibberish word, right? <laughs> but when is a the bad version of it? it, it was the real version. That was the first first thing that she said, and then it re- later improved to wing. Okay, so we got that out of the way. The, the elephant in the room. Now let's talk a bit about Ashley. So obviously you're 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 very you're very happy and um oh, and all was Ashley. <laughs> No, but then like you know, you you, you put there in one as your one you know one of your bullet points that you have a British boyfriend. So why don't you tell us a bit about you know Ashley and, and things like that? Ah, okay. So Ashley, Ash, we've we've known each other for like 
three years, I think. I actually it will be our second anniversary. Oh my blogging <laughs> on in three days. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny because my anniversary with my girlfriend is tomorrow. So ah, we're really? still both September. Really? Two years also, so it's kind of funny. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that's good. That's nice. Also also two years. Oh, hi, hi. That's yeah. nice. Um we met in when my previous in my previous job in Alabang. So we yeah. were like it was actually um it was a UK company and I handled their um e-commerce, their Amazon, their eBay, um, some part of their website. And then he was the um he was the lead for the um technology from that. And then we work with um we had some sort of like project uh, the Amazon system the fulfillment by Amazon, and then yeah. from that we just like um click <laughs> we just click um and then I was actually w- when we really started like everyone's teasing us and then saying that oh you look cute cute together I was like no <laughs> not really. <laughs> Uh, I, have, I have some cuento, by the way. When you're done, I have some cuento. But yeah, go ahead. Sige, cuento. So I was like, oh, not really. Because uh, um, it was because I was in the stage in my life wherein I already am sure that I will be alone. I was like, I'm, I'm like done with it. I don't want to, I don't want to. It sounds really, I don't know, cliche. But then I don't want to try again. I don't. I, I came from like uh, the relationship that uh, was before Ashley. I I it really um, it really changed me, and then it took me like two years I think to like you know change to be, to, okay. To be yeah. okay. And then with the help of my 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 parents and then my family. And uh, when we were like um, I was studying for I was finishing my master's, so he would. He is in a foreign country without any friends. <laughs> he's, not, he's not really a social butterfly. I don't know why. <laughs> Please improve. <laughs> and then I would, I feel like um, at first, actually, my first um, um, reaction was like, I was kind of, I was seeing my, my brother because my brother was also working abroad. And I was like, how does it feel to work abroad and then be, be away with your family, not knowing anyone, and everyone's a foreigner. You don't know how to approach them. You don't know their culture, those things. So I said, okay, let's bring this British guy. And then we would like we'll be friendly with him. Well, Philippines are very friendly anyway. So we'll bring him uh, whenever we have dinner. And then whenever I need to study, I was like, do you want? Do you wanna? Um, do you wanna go? And then sometimes I stay in the in in our in our office, and then I'll do the, all the calculations, statistics, things like that, um, all the all my assignments. And then he'll say like the the light the light uh, the light bulb in our office is like bad in my office. And I said, why don't we go to Starbucks or like why why won't we go to like Coffee Bean? So you have like better lighting. And I was like, okay, sure. And then from that, um, I guess we just click, we just develop. And then it was good because we were friends first before um, we figured out that 
okay, this is like um we're compatible with each other. So what's your cuento? So here's the thing. Uh, before I get to that, um, I remember you had the photo because you know, uh, to our viewers, Tori and I were actually and I were actually former office mates. We we're not the same team, but we we're in the yeah. same company. And when you're in that company, we all kind of become friends somehow, right? I mean, you were in the ops side, was in the marketing yeah. side. We would never work on anything market. together, right? Yeah. Uh, but somehow we all become friends somehow, which is, I think, really nice, right? I mean, you know, you could be ops, you could be IT, you could be marketing, etc., and you can all be friends. Um, quick question, because I remember that, you know, you had this post when you were with that Alabang company, and you were with Ashley in this scooter. It was like a gas scooter. <laughs> Or as yeah. they would call it in the car, right? Was that in yeah. Shargao by any chance? Uh the the one in the scooter. Yeah, it was in Shargao, but we okay. were like literally friends by then. Yeah, like, because actually, the reason the reason why I asked that is because I assume yes. a former office mate is this or something. He commented remembering Shergao days and Ashrin was born. <laughs> Ashrin was born. It wasn't born there. <laughs> is it? I kinda was. I mean, so um, Ashley's a kind of cool name. No, because the reason why I asked that was uh, because, you know, like what I mentioned, Rorin and I, we were former office mates. And when she posted that, uh, Retzel, or as Every I would call him, I, my Nununo, you know, the ancient one, Retzel, commented something. Then we all started commenting. And I was like, yeah. I Mark, <laughs> and it was, guys, it was embarrassing. No, but we were that, like really friends. No, but then I was like, I was talking to Retzel because Retzel and I were still there. And then I go to him and say, Retz, I think there's something here. He's like, no, I was like, no, 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 no. I think there's something because I feel that there's something. Then you mentioned that you prefer local or something like that or whatever. And the point of there was, because I kind of wanted the message and asked, hey, are you guys like together? But yeah. it's kind of weird to message someone like, hey, are you together with the person you're riding a, a scooter with right? randomly? But then I told myself, I'll give it a few months. I think they're going to end up together. And I think after a few months, right, it, it came, you yeah, guys? Yeah, I, I think like after it's like May, June, July, August. Five months. After five months. Five I was months. right, right? After a few months. I didn't think it would be a year. So you know, <laughs> there, there are times that you really know. So that was the cuento because we were like, Ooh, Rorin is seeing this guy from her new office. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, that, that was basically the 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 quento for that. You know, he look. I mean, Ashley looks like a really nice guy. Yeah, uh, he is. He's, he's great. Looks like one of those straight shooters. You know, he doesn't really make ball or anything. He's very yeah, he's very to the point type of guy. Yeah. And if Ashley, if you're watching, please comment then comment down below. If not, Rory will probably I'm doubt that you watch. Down below. <laughs> okay, so Ashley is watching. Uh, Ashley, what time is it in you know where you are? Uh, he just commented the Ashrin thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so you know, let, let, let's move on a bit. Then you put here that you're the co-owner of uh, Potato Works Digital. So why don't you? Okay, so it's a uh, two o one a.m. in where he is right now. Uh, no, PM. Oh, PM. Oh, it's just seven hours behind. I think yes. They are, are you sure? Or eight hours behind. I have to Google that. Should I Google that? No, because he he says fourteen oh one, but he didn't mention if it's AM or PM. So it's two something. 
But I think you know it better than me, so it's PM then. Okay. It's, it's PM. Yeah. Okay. It's two something. Oh, so it's not early. It's not that early for him then. Okay. So yeah. you mentioned uh, Potato Works Digital PH. So what is Potato Works exactly? Because when I heard it, I kind of got hungry. Then I thought there's probably a digital marketing. It's not food, right? <laughs> you you think of potato corn. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's why I said, it's just like potato corn. And like, no, no, Rorin wouldn't make a potato corn. Yeah, I wouldn't make potato yeah, She would rather that. just franchise potato corn. <laughs> no, but why don't you tell us a bit about uh, Potato Works Digital? Okay, so um, my, my partner and I, and then my sister, actually, we are the owners of Potato Works. So uh, we do it part-time. So all of us are in the digital scene, like e-commerce. My sister is on marketing side. I am on the campaigns. I am on the marketplace, wow. things like that. And then my 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 partner, um, Ashley, is actually um, head of technology for, for his current company. So it's just like matches. And then we understand each other. And then we were like, why can't we make this is a business? And my 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 partner, <laughs> just like there are things like, for example, in work that kind of frustrates me because like it can be automated or you know like for example matching um some sort of things or like making different files um scraping a web my boyfriend just made those things for me like um because he feels challenged or like he wants to like of course help me because he knows that it stresses me out and then my sister on the other hand does a lot of branding and then we figure out that what um one of her friends my sister friends is uh working for um um for this uh how do i say this i can't drop uh a construction firm but it's uh okay. the it's a non-profit arm of it because doing like a lot of uh, I don't know how to say this fundraising, helping like so uh, like the charity side of yeah, it. Char- the charity side, yeah. the charity arm of that company. So they needed like a website, but they can't be spending a lot on it. So my sister was like, "We have we can have like a <laughs> we can have a side hustle for this. We can do th- we can do this." And then through enough, we were able to do it. It was really nice. We were really proud of it, and then afterwards, we're just doing like um small, um small projects, and then but currently all of us are like really really um busy, so that's why we're not able to do a lot of it. But yeah, in the future, we're we're thinking like um just focusing on that um that one because at the end of the day, you don't really wanna how to say this like. You don't really want to work too hard for a company. You do want to like have be your own boss, all sorts of those things. So that's right. potato works. And then how how potato works? I you will be asking me how potato works was yeah. the name of our company because my sister and I were just joking. What's our name? What will be our name? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get to be boring. And I need to file for for it legally, of course, in um, DTI and as well as like yeah. in the government, so so that it will have a license. So like my sister was like, patatas," <laughs> and then we called it we call her good patatas," 
And then, like, it's just, it's nothing. It doesn't make sense. Patatas. Eh, who, um, everything, everyone loves potatoes. <laughs> you like potato. You crave for potatoes. And it works. And then that's when, like, potato works. It doesn't make I sense. I think that is the most fantastical and random way to, to name your agency. Yeah, right? But, yeah, I mean, it works. Oh, my it God. I'm works. doing puns this, the next 30 seconds. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, let's just put it that. Okay, so, you know, we're glad that we're able to get a more in-depth part of your six-point um, introduction. So, you know, going back to the whole episode, because, you know, your story is very, very unique in the sense that you're six months away from home, right? Uh, I mean, you, you, yeah. went, you went abroad for Christmas. You know, I guess you wanted to meet um, Ashley's family in the United Kingdom uh, and, and things Queen. like that. So, sorry, the queen. The queen, like the queen, but there's you, you want to see Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> the queen, yeah. But then, unfortunately, I was there when the prince died. I was also there. Um, her husband. Yeah, Prince there. Philip was. That was the time when he died. Yeah, he was. I was there, and then they were mourning. It was Wait, sad. Did you, wow, it was that? It was that long ago already. I was there. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. I mean, you know, um, to our viewers, I'm not really a follower of the royal family. I'm not really about one of those, like, I, I, you know, I read the tabloid or the page eight, as the as the Brits call it, or page nine, one of those pages. Um, but it's more on the political, because I'm a political science major, right? So I usually follow Rome. So I'm a bit surprised it was that long ago already. But anyway, so how could you, you talk us through about it? So first question is, you know, you, you went to the UK, uh, I think this is around November, December, right? Was it November or December? I went there December, I think. Uh, December. Yeah, um, December. And how long was it supposed to be originally? It was just about a month. Like, I, I, I need to spend um, Christmas, and then I need to return by um, yeah. January. first. But first week of January, I was, I'll be spending, like, um, Christmas and the New Year. But then we need to go back immediately. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because of COVID. So why don't you tell us, okay, so um, first question before we get to your, your story about it. Did you bring your work laptop with you? Yes, I did. I okay, was okay. Like, I knew it. I was like... Because I am very hands-on with my work, and I'm not even kidding when I say like if I, like, I need to. I I even am working like on a normal day, fourteen hours a day. It's do not do don't do it, guys. Don't do it. But I need to. Anyway, long story short. Um. So I knew that even if I was, I was actually thinking like my, my sister was like, why are you packing your laptop? You're just there for like a month. You need to like, um, you need to yeah. enjoy it. And then if you have a laptop, of course you have a tendency to go to your laptop and then work. And I said, what if there's an emergency? It's better, sure, than like, you know. <laughs> then you're, you're stuck. Uh, then you're um, sorry. So yeah. I did that. And then 
I'm really thankful that I did that because it would entail that I need to buy a laptop if I was there. And I don't want to be spending for a laptop. So I brought my laptop and then my my boss was really kind. I explained to him like, you know Pao, how many canceled flights I had? I had like five canceled flights. <laughs> five. Not as bad as I thought. Not as bad as I thought. Five canceled flights and like different um different um airlines. Oh different, and, not just pal. Yeah. Not just like um I started I I went there Emirates and then we tried um Etihad, we tried Singaporean Airlines, like all those things. <laughs> I don't know but but then my partner was the one who was like fixing it. So thank you. Anyway, I had like five canceled flights and every time I need to pack and then they, they cancel it. Just imagine like you're already packed <laughs> and then you have to open it again <laughs> and you pack again and then you open it again. It's, it, yeah. it was frustrating. So staying there, uh, my, my, I, I talked to my boss, my, my, our director, like my, my, my boss was also going back to the Philippines, uh, was from I think India, and then he's going back to the Philippines. It was telling me like, it's crazy because that's when like everyone's like doing border changes. If you're like transiting to like some sort of like um, a connecting flight, you still have to do this. So like, it's an ever-changing protocol that is like super hard, and it's not really an advantage um, that. We don't have those kinds of like you know a streamline um information like you know other countries so you need to like check check the other i actually checked the website of uk to get like um some sort of clarity to what i i'll be doing so that <laughs> it's it's really um it's really frustrating so i was staying there and i was working I was working strange hours and it yeah. was taking a toll on my health. You can imagine like waking up 1 a.m. to start the day. In oh, the shit. Yeah, because it's 8 a.m. here. Yeah. It's like, okay. I just recently slept. So I just have like five hours or four hours Because, you know, the environment um, dictates your, technically dictates your um, body clock. So if it seems yeah. sunlight, then you have to wake up, right? It's like, it's a human thing. And then when it's nighttime, of course, you need to sleep. Then you have to wake up 1 a.m. And it was really toxic. I, like, gained weight. I was starting to, like, look at my, like, self in the mirror and then, like, say, okay, these things are not... <laughs> I don't usually have this. So where the hell is this people coming from? So I was really stressed and I started gaining weight. I was starting to get really stressed out. I was starting fights with my partner. I have, I'm really impatient with work. But most of it, my boyfriend took the hit. It was, I was just arguing and then finding things to like argue about. But so like if he if he didn't leave the toilet seat down, you'd be pissed. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Or he just looks a certain way. Irritates me. <laughs> no kidding, side. But like 
you know, you worry a lot of, uh, you worry about a lot of things. There's a lot of uncertainties, especially like, of course, it's easy. It's easy. I didn't, I didn't realize it. Like when you asked me, like I don't know, um, four years ago, if I wanna, I if I'll be in a relationship with a foreigner, I would say no. That's like an inconvenience or like. I don't want to speak English throughout my life, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> or like, you know, again, sometimes you have this time where in like, I don't really, I don't have the bandwidth. <laughs> can we just no, take but, to like not? Can, can I ask you something though? Like, I'm, I'm just so curious uh, because um, on, on my end, uh, you know, before I got into my, my current relationship, uh, you know, when I was dating around and stuff, a lot of Filipinos would always ask me, like, do you understand Filipino? And I'm like, yeah, I, I understand both. I mean, I'm not good at speaking Filipino, but I understand that, like, if you tell me something, <clears throat> maybe give me, like, a five-second buffer to, like, translate in my head. Yeah. But what's with the whole, like, I don't want to speak English thing? I'm, I'm just curious. Because it's not, like, there, there are words. Okay, but wait, say, segue. That's also, like, we make fun, we made fun of you. I remember way way back e-commerce, and then okay. how do you know what the what what means? Or we're asking you to like say you're it. asking me to say it, yeah. Oh yes, and, and of course I, I butchered it easily, right? And actually, I did ask that. Like, does Paul know how to speak Tagalog? I mean, I know that he understands, but to say to speak Tagalog, <laughs> anyway. Um, the reason behind it is that there are words, um, you may know, I, you, you can, I think you can relate to it. There are words that you can, doesn't have the, doesn't have the direct, um, translation to English. Or if you're like emotional, right? You just want to swear or like, you want to tell like something that is like really deep inside your like heart. <laughs> what happens is that whatever is in your heart, your brain, your brain will like, translated <laughs> and then yeah. when it goes out and then you tell it it doesn't really have the same level of emotion so that's what of one of the things that i kind of struggled actually like there are, the, the, sometimes I, ju- I will just shut up it's like i am pissed but i can't <laughs> i can't, you can't express it, it. <laughs> So, um, so I'm curious. So, you know, you were in the UK. Uh, it was supposed to be for a month, but you lasted six months there. Um, so I'm just curious, no, Rorin. I- I'm glad. Um, obviously, you did not get COVID when you were there, right? Yeah. So you, you know, you, so thank God for that. But I'm just wondering, like, um, since you were stuck there, uh, I assume your visa was only for a certain amount of time. Oh, so, good. yeah. That's a good story, actually, pal. So you know what happened, actually. Um, the the flight that we went to was was actually uh, we're, we're supposed to go, but um, his um his company was so generous that they they offered to pay for my flights. Wow! Back and forth, like both of us, so that you know, um, because they they know that I exist. <laughs> so the company paid for flights and then i said like um they were asking about the visa application because the visa application is not that cheap <laughs> I it's, not cheap, it's, not easy. It, it, it's not cheap so there's a lot of like 
for example, just a photocopy would cost like a thousand or something. It's like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy amount of money for a photocopy <laughs> or like a text message. So what happened was the first time there was like, it was a tedious process. Like the, what was the, I forgot um, who processes the, the visa. It was a tedious process. And then I filed for it. At first, it was rejected. And I was furious. I was like, what the hell? Why didn't they? And then the information of the 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 one who's like, I'm trying to, to check it was wrong. The bank account details didn't convert it. So I thought like I only have this certain amount. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then um, th- th- this uh, they need like a, f- a, a photo. Like I think. A, a proof that we were a part we were a partner i'm very i'm a very private person i don't really want to share yeah. to like a stranger like by the way this is our couple's photo by the way oh yeah your yeah. this one came from yeah <laughs> so i was really happy yeah. about that anyway i don't want to share it so i thought it was like an optional thing turns out it wasn't they really need a proof that your partner exists <laughs> even if you give them the bank details of your partner and um so i adjusted that i was i was really pissed off and then we did like a priority visa which was like three times the amount of the normal yeah, visa so sure. the normal visa was not that cheap the priority visa was very expensive so um, I, I was only applying for a month, actually, visa. And then they gave me a multi-entry for, like, six months. Oh, okay. An application. So I was, like, I was really happy about that. And we were shocked. I was, like, I have a multi-entry. Uh, turns out I need, I just need to send a photo. <laughs> so that's that. So I, it wasn't a problem, but I was in the... I, I just got luck, lucky, actually, because the process of getting your visa extended is tedious and it's around i think 1000 pounds so 67000 just to extend so just imagine like if you don't have you know this is also one of the things that um is a realization when i was there i was like i was i felt like i was at ofw but not paid in like pound. Not paid in pounds. <laughs> and I was, you know, during the times when it was really cold in UK and it was like dark or like I feel alone. I, it was my first time to actually be away from my family for that long. Um, I'm very family oriented. We live in like, we're a big family. So it was a it was a weird experience and i would always um think to myself that you're really you're really lucky because like you are not required to be away from your family unlike the other you know um overseas filipino workers who have been in abroad away from their family being in a harsh condition sometimes unfortunately and they don't have the um they don't have a choice um, whereas I am just stuck there, I was feeling frustrated. I I was stuck there, but I was thinking like, I I, I can go back anytime. It's just like it's temporary. So that's that's that. It made me more uh, how to say this, um, thankful. 
perspective. Uh, it's really perspective. I think it's really amazing that you know you had a six month uh, multi entry visa because I was thinking to myself, if you had just the one month, what what the hell is going to happen to you? I know, and it's so expensive. Like I didn't when I was checking it, I was like, okay, uh, maybe I can extend. They're so like I'm not in a rush or something. When I saw it, it was like a thousand. I was like, I am in a rush. Let's do this. And just imagine the the flights were like skyrocketing. You can, so just to give you like a context of how much the flight was going back, it um, on a normal or on a normal trip, um, it's for business class. The one the amount that was paid for me to just return is a business class back and forth. It wow. was. It was crazy. I was like, oh my and god, this is business class. <laughs> so but, yeah. That, that's so, it, it, so you know, I'm just wondering, like, um, so you know, you stay for six months. How were you able to finally, you know, go back to the Philippines? Were you just lucky that the last uh, airline courier was like, yeah, we're not canceling this fight. You know, get in the the plane we're in. So you know how lucky I was. So um. Actually, the whole, um, I just want to mention, like, I'm really grateful about, like, um, my partner's um, sister. I stayed there. I overstayed there for, like, five months. And, like, personally, for example, I have, like, you know, your friend would visit for, like, X amount of days. You were kind of, you know, conscious because you can do, you know, it's your house. You need to, like, feel comfortable uh, on your own house. And, you know, visitors are nice, but not for that long. Yeah, <laughs> I stayed there for six months, and yeah, they're really, they're really nice. It was a good experience. Um, going back to the wait, what's the question again? Yeah, um, right. So like, you know, going back, was it just a stroke of luck that you know a, an airline carrier was just like, yeah, we're not canceling, we're in, just just get in, like something like that. Yeah, so for example, Pao, I think my my visa expiration was July 26th. Okay. Something like that, 20-something. I got in the the flight 25. We were like, everyone was just like laughing. Her, uh, My partner's sister and then um, her fiancé was just like, Rorin. Um we both know that you're gonna go back. <laughs> so we're not sending you the... <laughs> Don't carry your luggage. You're gonna go back anyway. Because, <laughs> like, what are the odds? Like, they've kept, they've kept on canceling the flights. And just imagine, that was then my last day. I'm like praying to God, God, this is like... This is me. Um, This is the line between me and paying, like, 1,000 pounds. <laughs> Please let me in. So, fortunately, um, I think it was, um, you know, how, cra- the cra- how crazy was the, uh, the flight was, was like, you need their connecting flights. So, the first flight that we saw was 48 hours. <laughs> I was like, 48 hours? I'm, I'm staying in Amsterdam. I'm gonna, like, <laughs> connecting flight to Amsterdam. And then I'm going to Bangkok, and then I'm going to Korea. Yes, so 48 hours. Should I do that? Um, okay. It was crazy. It doesn't make sense, right? Like, 
Why no, I'm sure that might get. But then you go to Bangkok, then you go to Korea, then the... No. I, I, was like, yeah. I said, why? <laughs> it's because um, Philippine, Philippines was... It was Philippines who was like um, restricting um, certain carriers, um, restricting certain... Um, uh, certain countries. You know how, how, how bad it was? It was like my first flight, my first canceled flight when I was returning for January. I called we called Emirates because I saw like a news in um um in Facebook. It's like shit, they are they're closing their um they're closing entry for um UAE. I, I wait, Dubai, sorry, Dubai. And I'm transiting um and that's my connecting flight, Dubai to Philippines. They're just like um they um they're restricting it. So I called Emirates. I was like, I know my partner called Emirates. And then um I I heard them because like it's a Philip it's Filipina. And then like they were talking, Oi, cancel daw yung flights ano, sa uh Filipinas. Para wala naman ako nanay, wala namang protocol. Kasi um diba, normally they would be the first one to to know it. The uh, the carrier would be the first one to know that hey you can't enter uh, your passengers can't enter um, Philippines. And then when I called I when we called after a few minutes they released an email. <laughs> it's like conf- um, telling the Emirates by the way guys there's a news. So we were the one who, who first triggered the the information. So that's how how I mean. That's how um, challenging the dissemination of information was do- during COVID. So you don't know where to, to uh, you don't know what's the next uh, news. So th- um, I understand, of course, that there are like a lot of updates coming from different countries. And then like there's like contradicting like announcements. So they don't really, it's, it's hard. It's, it's really hard. So that experience made me realize, like, oh, okay, even the carriers sometimes they they don't get the information um, as fast. Sometimes it's Facebook <laughs> that, yeah. that announces it. So yeah. So, so I'm wondering now, um, Rorian. So let's just assume now, because you know Ashley is a UK citizen. Uh, so if anything happens to him, he could just go to the NHS, the yeah, the National Health Service. Uh, but how about you? Let's say if you got sick or anything like that, what, what would happen to you? Wow, did you know that if you get contacted, um, you get COVID in UK, uh, regardless if you are a migrant, you're illegal, if you're like a tourist like me, NHS will be paying for it. Oh, wow. Okay. It That's amazing. Yeah. And one of the things that I think that they all also kind of deployed was like on the vaccination. So, you know, there are people in UK, of course, that are illegal, illegal migrants. So they don't ask you. Like, there is like a, um, how to say this, infographic saying that, do not worry, we will not ID you. We don't ask, yeah. we, we won't ask for your ID, which is, I think, like, you know, something that really, um, really surprised me. And I was really in awe, like, okay, that's something that's like, really good um because like here in the philippines for example you need like certain you get, need a lot of IDs. Uh, you get 
You need to get a primary ID. <laughs> the requirement Another is another primary ID. Yeah. <laughs> Said how to do this. <laughs> well, I so, guess, you know the first world countries, you know the US, um, the UK, and uh, Canada. It's very, they're very um, generous when it comes to the national yeah. health service. Yeah. I mean the NHS and the Canadian one. They're very, very, very good in it's that. So amazing. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, if you got sick, at least you'd be fine, right? You pay probably yeah. zero or a very small amount. Because just imagine, like, you were a tourist and you get COVID and you don't know, like, you're stuck in a country. You'd, of course, if you're stuck in a country, you didn't prepare for your financials, right? I mean, you prepare for X amount of money to bring to the country to spend, which on my end was like one month. And you don't have any choice if you get take sick. For example, that's also the thing that I think I, I'm worried about. If like my Ashley would return, <laughs> I said currently <laughs> I can't give you what NHS is giving. Like you know, oh, uh, we really can't. The NHS is like a whole <laughs> um, different game. I can't. So are you sure going back? So those things like. But does he plan to come back anytime soon? Yeah. Um, actually, Pao, we we actually bought the house like recently. So that's one thing that, you know, um, his really, that's why he wants to go home as soon as possible. Well, of course, because of me. <laughs> but like, um, he wants to work on, um, on building the house, um, um, reconstruction, those things. So hopefully yeah, actually it's your stories about the whole um the cost of like the materials and stuff is, is skyrocketing, I think. Don't do it. No, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Um I think, that, I think that's really wonderful to, to hear that. Uh so you know, let's go to the lighter side of the episode. So you're stuck for six months there. Uh did you travel around the UK? Like did you go to Wales or Ireland and such? I wasn't able to go to Ireland um, or Wales. It's mostly, I'm sorry, North um, Ireland. Sorry, for political reasons, I have to say North, North Ireland. Uh, sorry, North Ireland, yeah. Um, so my my partner actually, at first, it, when I went there, the UK was on lock, lockdown. And everyone, it's, I think, lockdown uh, was uh, something of, it's, it's something big for them. Because, like, normally, they don't, they never, how to say that? They never expected that it will happen to UK. Like implement a lockdown. Um, and then for for me coming from a country that had lockdown, it was like this is normal. <laughs> Many lockdowns. This is like normal. This is. Like, <laughs> um. So that happened, and then finally, my my partner decided that you know what, um, we're stuck here. Maybe I need to buy a bike, a big bike. I'm sorry, a motorbike, motorbike in our language. And then from that, we were able to go around like different places. He showed me where he grew up, um, visit, of course, family his family members, his friends. Um, what else? We went to London a lot because, like, my auntie is there. So you went Hmm. back and forth in London. what else? I went to Cambridge, which is so nice. 
I'm um, sure it's beautiful from, from the photos it's I've beautiful. seen. Beautiful, and I was like pointing at him. It's like I will, I will study again, <laughs> just because this place is so nice. I, but then I, when you see the when you see the tuition cost, you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a two day course. <laughs> <laughs> two day course, yeah. Well, checking on my pocket, it's a two day course. It is <laughs> so. Um, I can't remember all the places we've been to, but it's mostly Birmingham to going to London and then like all parts of it. Um, we went to, I forgot, I'm really bad at places, but we went to a lot of uh, trips and it was a different experience because I've never, um, well, aside from Ankas, I've never rode um, a, uh, a big bike before. And then I think they're, um, normal speed is like at 120 yeah, um, kph, like, like that. So I was like flying. And then I actually, I was just trying to like fake it till I make it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is enjoyable. But then my, my helmet was like <laughs> already lifting and I don't know where to hold. And I was scared, but but I really enjoyed it. It was a different type of like um travel for me and then seeing a different you know side of the world which is like super cold and then but in the summer it's really nice but there of course the winter is also beautiful so that's that i was yeah, able and, to travel uh thankfully yeah and you get to really see how a country should work in, in that aspect right like gen yeah. generally speaking uh so i'm curious uh this may sound like a very silly question but did you have fish and chips from the newspaper? Like, you know, the one that's wrapped? And yes. I and how was it? it? So, and how was it? It's beautiful. Like, I under, I now understand why they're good at it. I now understand why they, whenever they get it from, like, you know, even the posh restaurant here, it's not the same. It's like, not. I understand why they said, this is small. <laughs> they get, like, fish and chips, like, just the, the chips. The chips, which is the potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, say this, and their portion sizes, like, I I had like difficulty adjusting to, but later on I got that. <laughs> I said like, okay, this is a good portion size. So, nor a normal person can have like a platter of like just uh chips. That's the normal serving. That is small. <laughs> and then, like, um, full bag of, like, chips. It's, like, they're large. It's it's really nice. And then they have this curry sauce <laughs> that you dip your um, fi fish into. And then, but weirdly, this is one thing that I'm, like, I have I haven't seen like a fish head in UK. A fish head. Well, I think more of an Asian thing, head. to be honest. I, I think, think it's Asian. I was because, just you know, thinking that you know the consumption of fish and chips and where those head of the the fish goes to. I mean, it's, it's put in two ways, but they talk about Asian. fish and chips. Sorry, well, I guess I'm the best of both worlds, right? You know, we Asians, party still Asian, uh, we get the head, we turn it into stew, yes. like uh, sandwich, um, right? And we eat it, right? 
Yes, all of the parts. But then for them, it's like, yeah, just cut off the head, put in a bucket, I don't want to see it, right? Yeah, correct. So where are all the fish heads? I'm I'm really curious about that. And some parts of like the the meat as well. So I know that they don't eat like the the leg part or in you know we use for pata or something or the other parts of the fish. I uh, sorry, chicken. So chicken feet, for example. <laughs> Actually they probably <laughs> they probably either feed it to the pigs or they throw it in the river Thames, right? That's probably uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they probably oh. throw it there. So okay, That's so that. curious though. I mean, there's another city question, but did you and Ash like you know go to a pub, um, drink a good amount? Then after that, you two are like, you know what? Let's have some kebab after drinking. Did Did you experience that? Um, I I it's because like I personally don't drink that much. I drink like cocktails. That's it. But like. On beer, I can only make like a small one, which is, you know, the small one for them is the regular. It's like a large beer or something. And then yeah. their other one is like a pitcher. Their normal one, the regular one is the pitcher for Philippines. So I was like, oh my God. But their pubs are really nice. I went to one pub in, the, in, in London and it has housed like a lot of, kings and then previous prime minister so it was really old and they they were able to preserve it um so that's one thing that i really really admire about uk because they're they are really into preserving their history they have they give like a lot of like effort a lot of their budget to history and then preserving all of their relics all of their um current um establishments or like the old buildings those things um so when i went to most of the pub they are like so they are like 500 year old like the normal pub is like 100 year old like okay i don't know how they but it's like it's it's really it's really good so ashley drinks quite a lot <laughs> and then like i will just eat um so but, in the Philippines, you're the type that actually drinks the shots and you're eating the polutan. Yeah, I'm eating the polutan. Yeah. And I bet Ashley's like, yeah, you know, you're my girlfriend, so it, it's okay. So I give but but if we're friends, I'd be totally pissed about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, I'm, I'm just curious, though, because, you know, uh, here in Asia, you know, like in the Philippines... Uh, you know, when we go up, you have to wear face masks, etc. But you know, when you were there during the height of the lockdown and such, in public, did you always have to wear a face mask, like in the pubs and stuff? So they are. Say this. I think this is a really a cultural thing. So you know, we wear face shield, which we all know <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. And then the restriction as to like for example you walk into the mall um so our place in bgc for example is near uh, uptown like beside uptown and then yeah. there was like a person who has like the what's that um a security guard it's like shouting yeah. wear your mask oh like a bullhorn <laughs> or like your your facial that's how intense the security is i, I mean um with regards to wearing face mask when i went to I landed in the airport. I was wearing 
face, face mask. mask and then face shield. And then, you know, I was like, what the hell? No one's wearing, like, their group of, like, you know, different nationalities wouldn't wear face masks as a family. But they they aren't, like, told off for it. Something like that. Or they're not persecuted for it. Unlike here in the Philippines, if you're not wearing face masks. Persecuted. <laughs> persecuted I like for that it. <laughs> so, you know, here in the Philippines, like, you, you try. You just try going out and then, like, talking to someone and not wearing face masks. I am pretty sure that there will be a fight. <laughs> there will be a rumble. Well, I'd say in Metro Manila, but not in... I mean, there's some provinces that I think they're not really that... Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, in terms of how they, how they do things so yeah so no but i mean in your experience so i assume you're the only person with a face shield so what a way to give up like your asian <laughs> ro- rorin yeah no, like like people are like yeah that girl's asian right there yeah she's the only one with a face shield so, but like but you know when you were settled down you know in december uh you and Ashley were just you know like i, I assume you guys went through quarantine for like a yeah we did yeah. Uh, then after that, you know, when you're going to the pubs, you're you know cycling around. Uh, when you went to Wales, etc. Sorry, did you go to Scotland? No, I didn't. I was supposed to, but then oh, they couldn't. You had six months. I know, right? Why did you I go don't know. It was so sad, but you know, I but had because to like Northern to... Ireland, I get because of the political sense to it, but like, why not Scotland, Rory? I know. Wow, don't remind me of it. I'm sad actually. My I'm sad for you. I know, right? I'm um, sad for so you because... My partner went there two weeks ago and he was like showing me Scotland. So I said, I hate you. We're supposed to go I'm there. I'm sure he's been there like a million times. I mean, it's... Oh, like it was both. his first time. Weirdly. He said it was okay, his wait, first wait, time. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, sorry. Message to Ashley. Ashley, if you're still watching... It's probably 2.43 p.m. there. So I hope you're still watching. Why is that the first time you're going to Scotland? <laughs> I don't know. No, but Maybe anyway. No, but, you know, j- jokes aside. Uh, I'm just kidding, Ashley. No, but jokes aside. Uh, so, you know, when you guys were, like, you know, walking around, you know, seeing the beautiful areas of the UK, whether it's, you know, London, uh, the Thames. I-, I don't really call it. You can like, opt call, not to wear I mean, I mean, is the Thames really beautiful? Kinda is, but fine. Also, you don't have to. So you could just be like, Rory, and oh yeah, I'm gonna go to like the store. I don't need a face if mask. If you are outside, if you're yeah. outside, you can yeah. opt not to wear it because okay. there were like studies that it doesn't really. It's okay. If it's um, an open still, area, yeah, area. If it's yeah. in an open yeah. space, it's fine. And then you still do the social social distancing. You yeah. Know? yeah, you have to be. Um, conscious about like other people's like of course space and no, stuff. but like if you're in let's say if you're in let let's say um civil role right or if you're in Versace do you have to wear a face mask you have to wear it you have oh, you, you have, have to, to like okay. wear it and then if, for example you're eating that's the only time you can remove it but and it's not as it. yeah it's not as strict as here in the Philippines so that's also one thing that I kind of so funny story, but when I got back, I was really sick. I was feeling so dizzy because like the restriction of the Philippines on like um, returning flights, they have to spray some sort of light. I think a Lysol. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I know the what you're talking about. For yeah. the 
aerosol for the flight. And then you are then like the they would announce you are um we are approaching a sing because I landed Singapore. Um and then in Singapore you're not you're not required to wear face a uh, face shield. Just the face mask. Yeah. Just a face mask. And then when we are approaching, we're about to end. You know what's funny is that when we landed Singapore, they put like bracelets to us. It's like you might have COVID, you might have COVID. Like they would they would like, you know, tag everyone that came from like U- um, UK. Um because they, it has a lot of like um it had a Faces. lot of things, so it was in red. Which I think um, is okay. I, I think that's okay though. Yeah. So we were yeah yeah of course in, in order for them to kind of you know um make sure that because like singapore um changi airport is like super big so you can normally you go around and then you shop that's not gonna happen <laughs> you're gonna stay there you'll fall in line <laughs> you're gonna stay there you fill up all the forms that the government of the philippines requiring you and you also have to wear like face shields like all of the i see all of the other um terminals they don't have face shield and it was just philippines was like asking for facial and you know how the facial are like it's very blurry and stuff so i had to, i really was sick i threw up in the plane because like i was like feeling dizzy with all of the you know being in the uh wearing face shield again for like after six months it's now a foreign thing so yeah Hashtag foreign things for Rorin, yeah <laughs> So yeah. Well, welcome to the club of the halfies, Sorin. Sorry, what? Welcome to the halfies club, like not Hafies. pure Filipino club. <laughs> no, I'm pure Filipino. <laughs> in blood, but not in spirit. <laughs> I'm so tired of fairy facial. Is it done? Can we not wear it anymore? <laughs> but you know, so um, yeah, no, but you know, uh. Yeah, that, that's the funny thing because, you know, I do have friends who are halfies or who aren't Filipino, right? And we have our own chats. Then, you know, they, they would banter with me and be like, you really wear face shields there? And I'm like, yeah. Why? Then they ask why. Yeah, why? Exactly. <laughs> then, you know, here's the thing with me. Um, my sister, she's not a very athletic person, right? You know, she doesn't really do sports anymore and stuff. Uh, we, we met up. Um, last year, like November, December, no lockdowns or anything, right? And we were walking around, uh, and she was super tired because, according to her, the, the mask was, you know, making her tired because she's not used to breathing without the mask. Yeah, but yeah. me, the pseudo fake athlete that I am, I would train with something similar with a mask for basketball, so that even if I'm super tired, I can still, you know, run, etc. So I had zero problems with the face mask. But the one thing I had a problem was with the face shield. Because the thing is, with a mask, right, you know, you have the mask here. But you still kind of breathe, like, fresh air, you know, new air. But when you have the face shield here, uh, (laughs) when you breathe out, you know, that's not oxygen. That's, um, sorry, I I suck at science. But whatever you call that. Carbon. Carbon, whatever. Um, It's like you're breathing carbon dioxide inside. And that's why I struggle. This is like. You know, I'm like, where's the oxygen here? Right? It's like, it's like, it's like, like, you feel like you're choking a bit, but. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, you know, you you mentioned um, the beauty of fish and chips and and then things like that. And I'm going to ask you something very personal. And, you know, you don't have to answer it if you're uncomfortable. 
but I'm just wondering, uh, because you know you mentioned that you and actually have a house together. You know he, he's moving back. Did you ever think about it and said, you know, Ashley, how about we move there instead in, in the UK? Why don't we just live mm-hmm. there? Because you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm assuming with your current job, um, it's work from home mostly, right? Yeah. Like, um, but my question is, with your current job, would they allow you to like? work from the uk you know assuming that you follow the the r's like you know you work at one it's eight here would they let you do that well they um again my my boss was so nice um he understands the process also my um my boss's boss was your big boss um he underwent the whole process of the quarantine and we were also trans transiting the same time we're trying to go inside the philippines when it was happening so yeah. they, at first, I was actually, she, he said, like, Lauren, just report um, early morning, like 7 a.m. But with a kind of, um, with the kind of work that I have, it really needs to be like early morning. So I really need to report like the normal hours. Yeah. So it was hard. But I wouldn't lie, like, when we were there, I um i saw it like i i i've seen like to say this you would compare two worlds like you would compare two two side of the worlds and then you get frustrated by the news that you get from the philippines and then you worry about the family members that you have back in the philippines i to to, to the extent that you know we're we're waiting for um vaccine I had my parents have pneumonia shot and whatever shot there is in order for me to like sleep at night and then not worry about them because I was like, I had an insurance, travel insurance to cover for COVID. I didn't know that NHS will be paying if, or for example, I, I'll be like sick. So I, I, I'm like assuring them that I'll be fine. And then seeing that and just like, you know, thinking about your growth, um, thinking about like, you know, if you're gonna start a family, of course it would be better to, you know, move in a, a greener pasture. But at the same time, there's a lot that um, it entails a lot of things. Like there's a lot of things that you need to to decide on before you you move, you know, to that place. So I guess you know. Um... Because with that aspect, you know, I always tell this to all my friends, and uh, but I never tell this to my girlfriend. But you know, I, I always say that if I was single right now, you know, if I never met Rika, I would probably either live in Baguio and just work from there because you know m- most companies it's like you know you work from home, you probably just yeah. go to work once every few quarters just for like the big campaigns, right? Or I'd be working abroad, like you know, because you know I, I was the type that. I also came from a very long relationship. You know, I, I'm not sure if it was as long as your long your the, the one before Ashley, but mine was pretty long. And you know, I told myself that I wanted to travel the world. This was like pre-COVID, so I was very juvenile and uh, very hopeful at that time. You know, that I would be single for like eight years. Exactly. You know, just travel the world, just work in um, Indonesia, work in. Um, Myanmar, you know, you know th- those countries just meet people, etc. Yeah. And I say, you know, um, if I was single right now, I would definitely do something like that because, you know, the world is going to a place wherein you work from home, what, 95, 99% of the time. Yeah. 
it's then you know for that one percent like for your case in the uk you probably tell your boss can i just come like once or twice a year and the twice maybe it's like back to back you know days yeah i'm anticipating for that kind of setup actually like um it's no longer like the you know um it's no longer the case that um every um how to say this a company would require there's um their employees to go there physically so that they would because they're saying that the interaction between you know um online being here versus like face to face is different because everyone really did the learning curve well for us it was like two years <laughs> so like it was <laughs> It was a very welcome long the, welcome the everyone the, would have like the current situation. Yeah. yeah. No, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone just like really adapted. So like before you weren't really investing on, I don't know, a monitor. You weren't investing for like a chair, an office chair. But now you 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 know that it will be something that is a good investment because you'll be using this. For quite some for, time. For how long? Yeah, right. and the amount of amount of leased properties and how many were like vacant, just like check Makati BGC right now. They're trying to find a different way to market it. So it will be like a shared space, something that is optional for the for the um, employees and not something that will be used like every day. So it would be like, a, you know, an option or if you yeah, want to. Yeah, more of like a, it'll probably come once a month. Yeah, correct. You want to go out with your friends, meet there, work together. So it really changed a lot. But yeah, Pao, maybe you should do it still. I mean, even. Rico would kill me though. Well, bring Rika with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I can't do that. You, but then, I mean. <laughs> no, no, you know, um, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I kind of grew up semi-Filipino in the sense that, you know, family's important, you, you know, things like that. And I respect that. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, as I grew older and, you know, I kind of saw the world, I, I, I met a lot of people from different sides of the world. I'm not saying that family isn't important, but for me, it's more on experiences in the sense that, you know, pre-COVID, um, I always said, I always want to go to these difficult countries in the sense that third world countries, you know, like, you know, like obviously the UK is a first world country. Um, the US is a first world country. I always say that I want to go to these unique countries before these first world countries, because when I'm like eight years old, it's easy for me to go to the UK. It's easy for me to go to the US because they'll actually prioritize me, right? I'm old. I'm probably going to live for like two more years. <laughs> but, you know, these other countries, these exotic, unique countries, it's better to go to those places when you're young, when you're able, yeah. when you're moving. And the Just imagine that, there's no bridge. 72 year old, there's no bridge. I mean, or the bridge you have is one of those there's like, um, wooden stuff and there's like yeah. a hole and you're like well, how am I going to cross? Cut. Yeah. Exactly. So it and, you know, makes sense. Yeah, it does, right? And you know, for me, it's like 
you know, when I was deciding on that, it was more, I want to go to these places first, experience life. Because, you know, I went to, um, you know, so sorry to our viewers, but, you know, quick um, commercial. I, I went to Cambodia, I think that was 2018, give, give or take. I had an ASEAN, uh, uh, Indochina trip with my ex. I went to Vietnam, so fun. Went to Bangkok, so fun. But when you went to Cambodia, and we, and we did Siem Reap, which I think you did as well, right? You've been to Siem Reap. Yeah. Beautiful place. Like, you know, I could imagine myself living in Siem Reap. I made a couple of uh, British friends there, actually. And they're saying, There's you know, There's a lot Pao, of European people there. Yeah, and, you know, they're right. offering me, like, you know, Pao, why don't you, you know, hang with us, live with us? We, we can do that. We can we, we can do the pub thing together and stuff. And I was so tempted because when I was doing the whole um, tour guide thing in Siem Reap, the tour guide was telling me, take a sabbatical to work. I'll pay for your ticket. All you have to do is pay for your food and let's study all 1,000 temples together. That's so, so this nice. Was ACOM days. This was ACOM days. I was very tempted to, to take that offer. Right? You have ACOM. ACOM ruined it. <laughs> no, it's not ACOM. Fault. It was still my choice. But, you know, for me at that time, I had that offer. Then when that's done, my my European friends who were British said, Pow, live with us. Let's do the pub thing together. Very spontaneous. Right? And then they're like, you know, we could build an e-commerce thing here together, whatever. But, you know, for, for me at that time, um, I could have taken it. I could have done it. But, you know, when you, when you are in a relationship with a Filipino girl, it's very different in the sense that they're very family oriented, which I think is a very yeah, big thing. of course. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, for me, you know, family is very important, and for me, at the end of the day, whatever is important to your partner should also be important to you, right? So yeah, I, I actually would want to live here with you because it's important to you and it's important to him as well in, in that in that aspect. So. Yeah, so actually, I, I get you, man. Uh, <laughs> as a happy, I, I still get you. Uh, and I'm just curious, uh, Rorin, like when you first saw me, did you think I was Filipino? Um, I thought you were half Filipino. Okay, at least half, because apparently some people in ACOM thought I was from regional at that time. <laughs> like in my first day, they all thought I, I was regional. I thought you were in regional. And then for the viewer, viewers, Pao would like wear something like you know those people who like in the versace um run runway or like someone who owns the company the boss is here our 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 ceo back then will just wear shirt i was like complete <laughs> on point <laughs> yeah so, it's, 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 yeah it was a very fun, fun, very fun days. Do you miss dressing uh, up? Like dressing super, up? super. You know, fun, yeah. fun story. Uh, before I am in my you know um, current job, I took up this consultancy job for a year because you know I just wanted the flexibility. And you know, at ACOM every day, right? Suit, tie, leather shoes, complete. Yeah. Right? A a casual day for me is I would wear a non dress shirt to work, you know, whether it's like a denim shirt or a tie or whatever. Uh, there's this one time that, because the lockdown kind of screwed us all up in a way, right? In terms of mental, right? You know, you, you did it a different way. You did it via painting, how you coped with it. I coped with it that I would attend Zoom meetings with my complete suit. 
like I'm just at home. Um, you know, the aircon is, you know, the AC is on, and I'm wearing my complete suit, leather shoes, the 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 trousers. I mean, kudos to you. That's how yeah. you. Um, actually, I I do, I do encounter that like um on a meeting, I would see people who are like would doll up or like actually there are like meetings that my my colleagues were intentionally make and then say that by the way you have to dress up you have to bring a beer and then we'll talk about non-work related because like it bring a beer huh. it makes it normal yeah. again yeah no I, I actually miss those days no but yeah go, go going back to you Rorin. so Rorin, sorry I'm so sorry, you know, I've been calling you Rorin for how many years? It's fine. I don't mind. No, but anyway, um, I'm doing my best. So anyway, so you you stayed in the UK for six months. You know, you were at Ashley mixed. You know, you, you, there is struggles. There were fun days, etc. So when you finally were able to come back to the Philippines, right? You know, why don't you walk us through the whole flight? When you landed, um, because I assumed you quarantined for like 10, yeah. 15 days or something like that. Why don't you walk the, walk us through the whole experience? So um, from the, uh, what's funny is that when I went to UK, I thought that the immigration would be very strict going in. But you know what? It's a Philippines was like very strict. And then when I was about to go back to the Philippines, it was really easy. It's just like coming in the Philippines is again the hardest part of, of it. Like there's a lot of steps, like 40 steps. If 40, you, wow, okay. 40 steps. Yeah. So there's like apps that you need to download. Um, they provided you with the not even a PDF, in not in a PDF format, but in a um picture format, PNG format. So you can copy oh, wow. it. So you have to type it. I was yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Like, um, so as mentioned, it was um a day before the expiration of my visa. I was able to go in. Um, there weren't any delay. Um, thankfully, um, I flew via Etihad, I think. Etihad going to Singapore, and then Singapore, I took Singaporean Airlines going to the Philippines. Um the process for for uk i from uk to singapore was easy it was um it was just mask and then um you have to do temperature check as well and then the basically the check the checking of the luggage is also very easy yeah um singapore i told you they, they had to like um give us bracelets so that they know like a neon colored bracelet saying that you're from uk and then we have to follow a certain line and then there were like people who are like guiding us and then i have to wait for like a couple of hours after a couple of hours before we fly again to the philippines but um before i was so sick i didn't eat at all i was just throwing up in the airplane because we need to wear them um the face shield because it was a protocol from the philippines and then they had to spray the aerosol which added to my migraine landing you have to do the 40 steps <laughs> and then you have to fill up the application which i under don't understand because you've already did like a very long red cross thing like uh, you fill it up and then 
going there, you also have to fill out the the form. You have you have to pay you have to pay for the RT PCR test. Uh, that oh, will be done on the seventh day. Um, yeah. on the seventh day of your quarantine, so it's a ten day quarantine. On the seventh day, they will go there and then you do the RT PCR. When I went to my hotel, I wouldn't name the hotel. It was crappy. It was so bad to the point that. I think you saw the the you know the stories that I had. I, I did, had I did. a breakdown. I had like serious anxiety I've never felt before. I was about to jump in the window on the like the open window because that's how that's how bad it got. Like I don't want to be there. It was a first day, and then all of a sudden I'm having panic panic attack, and then I was calling my my partner boyfriend that's him like he doesn't know what to do and then he kept on maybe he was scared that i was about to jump out the window and then he was like don't do that i was like shouting at me i said i don't need that and then i called my my mom my mom like experienced like depression and then um so and then my dad knows how to handle my, my mom of course so it was they were the one who calmed me down. And then my, my, my partner was then seeking help from my sisters. Like, I don't know how to handle running. <laughs> and then um, it was a lot of phone calls. It was a lot of, like, reassurance from my, from my friends, from my sister. My brother would like, stay up until, like, midnight to make sure that I would sleep. Because, of course, your body clock is changing the food was crappy it was so bad it's bad and it's over i heard, I heard so, it's mostly rice i i heard the, the the food is like it's like you know you have this much um you know the meal itself like the, the, the meal viand is small yeah like this much but the rice is like yeah this much. Uh, where did you get this and then it wasn't like it wasn't a cheap meal it was like a decent meal like for example you go to a restaurant it's like ranging from like 350 to 500 pesos yeah so i was like i was so mad because like i am i don't like people who get a wave of like um how to say this like they try to extort money from you because of your um because situation. of your situation. Yeah. I, I hated that. Like what I was thinking at the back of my mind, um, like there are 10 people, 10 OFWs who are returning from Singapore with me, uh, from Singapore to the Philippines. They all lost their job. They were like speaking and then they they saw me. I was like, "Are you also an OFW?" I said, "Ah, no. I just I'm just transiting from UK." I said, "Ah, okay." And then they were saying that they lost their job. They're going back, and then um, things like that. And I was thinking, like, what if? So right now we're in the same hotel, and they're paying this amount. They don't have any extra money. They didn't prepare for this pandemic to happen. For sure, all of their money are sent. To their families right so i'm just like thinking like seriously you're gonna extort money to this from these people and you know how much the a small bottle of water because they need you know the spring water pump. yeah like the 300 so ml type which is like 10 to 15 pesos right you know how much that is 50 pesos <laughs> 
50 pesos. I was like, this one is normally sold at 7 to like 10 pesos. It's 50 pesos. It's like, this is extortion. But I was like, I was really mad. They even emailed the BOs, um, BOQ, Bureau of Quarantine. They said, they don't have any regard towards returning uh, Filipino people. Like, they're distressed. This, this, like, I, I am personally, like, stressed for all, like, the process. And this facility is not even, like, good. I don't have a way to call, like, an emergency. I'm just, like, thinking, like, if you're an OFW, you don't have a SIM card for, like, the Philippines, right? Because you didn't prepare for it. Yeah, most likely, yeah. But I, I think that's awful because, you know, here's the thing. If that happened to me or to you, we'd be pissed, but we could afford it, right? Yes, correct. But and how about a simple, you know, um, OFW who's, like, a caregiver or who's a a, um, a waiter or whatever they give like 90 yeah. percent of their, their their earnings to their families correct so it it and also the the restrictions are contradicting so i i got in i'm under the assumption that okay i got in and then i will be proceeding to my room because i might be might have covid you know what the the protocol says you have 15 minutes to go to the nearest 7-Eleven and buy all the stuff that you need. I was like, what? I don't want to do I don't want to do that. Wait, are you I serious think? about that? The, the, the 15 minutes? Yes, you have 15 minutes. <laughs> I was like, group yourselves into five. 15 minutes. I was like, I don't, like personally, I don't want to do that because like there are people inside the 7-Eleven I mean, what if I do have COVID and then I, you know, expose them? Expose them. That's on me. So yeah. I said, um, can I just buy from um, Grab or Food Panda for my groceries? Yeah. And One of those online stuff. Yeah, we, we, we can deliver. I said, but you're just going to press the button, the elevator button, and then put the thing there and then let it. I'll wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't want to do it because they their employees will get exposed. I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out. They just have to drop it in front of my my no. room. Yeah. It was good. I like it's just shit. No. Could I give you a, a short story? So I had a friend, right? Uh she came from one of those European countries. So uh, and I honestly can't remember which country, but let's just say it's a European country. Uh, and, you know, she's one of those girls that, you know, she has a lot of luxury in life, right? So, you know, she came back. Then, you know, she had the food. She's the one who told me that it's a lot of rice. That's super unhealthy. Um, and she said that she tried, she said that she wanted to order cake. Because for it's like I can order from you know Grab or Food Panda or yeah, whatever right. this particular cake I want. I'm not gonna go out. Like what you said, the logic is I won't go out. The driver gets the you know the paper bag, puts it in front of her door, leaves, and she, you know, gets it and enjoys her cake. Right. Yeah. Now obviously, yeah, obviously, um, cake is like one of the last things that most people would do. But I kind of get her point because for her it's like. Um, the food isn't that great. 
and I just want this cake. I'm not gonna talk to anyone, etc. And you you know what the person told her? They said, Oh, we don't allow cake because it's unhealthy. And for her, it's like, sure, yeah, I get you. Cake is unhealthy, but do you think giving like five cups of rice per meal is healthy? I mean, if it was like five cups of let's say corn and chia seeds, fine, that's that's healthy, right? But like five cups of white rice is not <laughs> I would rather give people cake than five cups of of white rice I mean you know if we're gonna do that right so so I'm curious uh Rorin um when it came to the food because you mentioned that the food wasn't good it, it was rice filled uh could you like mention one to two uh, meals that you had like was it like the you know the usual casino or sausage I mean what do you yeah. remember what you had? I had corned beef. Corn beef. Corn beef. Okay. And yeah, I, I don't I don't have anything against corned beef. It's just that no, no, corned beef is awesome. By the way, it's just more yeah. of you spend four hundred for it. Yeah. It was not. I I know that kind of corned beef. It's not a corned beef that you. It's a bad corned beef. Yeah, it's not one of those. It's yeah, not it's the the good not, kind of corned beef. Yeah. yeah. So. I had so that. and what and was the other they one? They had like a side dish. They tried, at least they tried. They had um sayote. 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 But how, how was it called? I don't know. I just you know how bad it is. I just shoved it in my mouth. You're like, you're like I'm just hungry. I'm just hungry. I, I I'm not even like you know you're hungry, but then because it was so bad, you lost your appetite to that extent. And then they're like adobo. You know, the worst thing that ever like was delivered to me was menudo. I don't know if it's menudo or fritada, but it was delivered in a... The, the greatest uh, Filipino um, philosophical question. Is this menudo or is this or as a fritada? No yeah. one knows. Do not ask your mom, especially if she's the one who it. So, um, it was served to me. Um, uh, it was like um, so when the person knocked, I opened it immediately, and then I, I saw yeah. the menudo. Yeah. The oil of the menudo solidified already. So you can now remove the there no microwave in your oil. Don't they don't have microwave? They don't have water heater. They don't have fridge. But the hotel um um hotel bill was like expensive. So I was like, okay. But you know what? This is one thing that I admire about Filipinos. Like the server there knew that. Um, there was an elderly woman on across the street, and he would extend help to that elderly woman. Meaning, like, even if it's not her shift, like it's not her his rounds, he would knock the door and then say, "Nay, do you want I know hot water? Do you want hot water? This is the only thing I can offer you." And then the um the um, Nescafe sachet. You know how that's when I like I change my perspective to things like I I on a normal day I wouldn't I wouldn't drink Nescafe like the instant coffee 
And then I would take for granted hot water, cold water, because it's always there. Yeah. But when I was in the quarantine, I don't have cold water. I maybe I had to rescue or like do something in order for me to have um a little um a water container. So I have to pay like X amount in order for me to have one because I drink a lot of water. Yeah. And then like the hot water itself was only served every morning. But that kind guy was talking into our doors and then he knows like how frustrating it's to be locked in a box for like 10 days. It was like saying, do you want another? I can go back and then give you another uh, another <laughs> sachet of like those things and then hot water. And then I also bought like a cup noodles and then asked, like, can I have hot water? But normally they're not allowed to. So those instances, like you would see how, you know, how kind like Filipinos are, how much they extend help. And then also on the bad side, those like businesses that like try to extort money from you. Yeah, there is like good side and bad side to that COVID story. No, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the one thing that, because you know me, I was supposed to um, go to Brunei this year for, for vacation. Mm. I, I booked my flight. No, so my flight got canceled, and I'm gonna get my refund on, in December. Uh, but unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, you know, I was supposed to go to Brunei and all. But you know, here's the thing. Uh, sorry, one thing I realized is, that, you know, obviously Filipinos are always known for their fighting spirit, right? It's more like, yeah. even if their face lands on mud, they they rise up, they they wipe the mud off, and they smile. Yeah. But the, the, the thing is, sorry, excuse me. Uh, the thing is more on, uh, it's amazing that, you know, you had that experience. You had that one person who says, hey, you know, um, I know it sucks to be stuck there for, for 10 days. Yeah. And I'll try to make it as comfortable, um, comfortable for you as possible. But here's the thing. It's more on, you know, especially for, you know, for the OFWs. I mean, your experience is valid and it's important, but how about our modern-day heroes, the OFWs, who, who save the Philippines so many times because they go abroad, they earn in dollars, pounds, Hong Kong dollars, etc., and they send it home, right? Why can't we give them the, the red carpet homecoming that they deserve? Yeah. I think it's in a, I don't want to be very political, but I feel strongly about it because that's, again, like it highlighted in this um, episode that that changed my perspe- perspective regarding um, OFWs. Like, they pump up so much money in our GDP <laughs> in our from remittances that it should be acknowledged by the government. It should be something, there should be a program that if you're going to, you're going back to your homeland, um, if you're an OFW that is like working for like six months, regardless of your work, you should have these benefits and your your children, your family should have these benefits. I mean, we currently have those, like there are, but uh, you know, we can improve, better improve it. For sure. 
because you know the, the thing is you know the, the people who who go abroad for vacation and they stay in these hotels um they have money to, to pay these things right yeah but you know the 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 people who come from abroad as waiters as caregivers or nurses or whatever they give 90 percent of their money to their families and you know for me it's so important to realize their worth because you know at the end of the day they don't go abroad because they, they want to get married yeah, it wasn't like for um for fun it's yeah so they, they do it because they have no choice and they want their family to, to study in prestigious universities like ours they, yeah. they want their kids to have a great life um study whatever they want to study and then work right and you know um here's one thing that i you know it may sound very selfish on my end but you know remember back in the day right when when what year did you go to cambodia by the way what what year was that oh my, don't forget when he i think we did, we went on the same year i probably 2018 2019 yeah you were asking me like uh, you've been here i tried this and then i also asked you so funny you know if we were there at the same time we really should have met up i mean you met my ex that would <laughs> that would not have been fun but um <laughs> just with me it would have been really fun because i would have been like you know what Rorin and sister you're with your sister right yeah i was with my sister okay, Rorin and sister um let's just go i have friends here and, and whatever right but but like if you don't have like a lot of friends to like you know socialize go to the parties it's not as fun because like you can see a lot of temples you can see a lot of culture but at the same time of course we stayed there for uh, i don't know eight days i got a bit you were there for days and you didn't enjoy <laughs> no it was really enjoyable for the four, first four days but then like, no, on but the third day, like oh my god i'm so tired <laughs> but you know, so I, I told myself i could just live there like you know i was recently asked by by my my current girlfriend's friend if i could um you know live anywhere in the world i said cambodia easily because you know the, the thing with me is i love culture i love history and you know when i was there uh you know my, my ex is probably not listening to this so it's fine uh you know when i would go around by myself and and, and stuff like that i met so many people then they showed me these areas we're in to like you know don't go to like the mcdonald's of cambodian food just go to this place then I get to talk to, you know, to the person who cooked the food, the person who I even met the the, the one of the directors of the National Museum. Oh, that's that. so nice. Yeah, and you, you know, for me, um, as someone who grew up in the Philippines, I love the Philippines. So don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, we have a beautiful culture. You know, the yeah. the one thing that I love about having Filipino blood in me is is just the culture in the sense that we love our families we 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 have very parang 
what's the term for that? You know, it's like a barcada in the sense that when there's an awkward person, you kind of invite them out and say, hey, no, just, just come with it's us. It's like extended uh, like family. Your, your neighbor, your neighbor's Yeah, dog. no, but what, do you, what would you do what, what you did with Ashley in the sense that you saw that he was quite awkward, then you're like, you know, let's let's go out. Let, let's have dinner. Let's yeah. have dinner with Actually, my friends. Actually, my parents love him talking. more than me, I think. I, yeah. <laughs> I can sense it. It's like I don't think that's true, but okay, it, it seems so. No, but that's what no, I love about. Then, yeah, uh, I get your point. Like you, yeah. um, I was saying family, the family thing in the it, Philippines. It's not just like family, but it's more about it's more about you know everyone just enjoying themselves. Inclusive. You, you want to? Yeah, you want Excellent, excellent word. Inclusive. Yeah, inclusivity. And, you know, when I was in Cambodia, I really found myself there. And that's why when I found out you were there for freaking eight days, I was like, wow, Rory. How, like, how, how long did you stay there? Oh, very short. I was there for like three, four days. And I felt like... You know that, what? That's, that's the thing. Like, on the fourth day, it was still fun. But then on the fifth day, I was like, what else can we do here? And no, like, you know, for me, um, when I had that short Indo trip with my ex, Indochina trip, I was in Vietnam for three days. No, I'm sorry. I was in Vietnam for four. I was there for like 11 days. Vietnam, Cambodia, and Bangkok. Each country, I I can't remember. But I felt that I should have stayed behind in Cambodia, honestly. Mm. You should have No, honestly, like, you know, for me, um, if I was single right now, I would live there. But anyway. So, sorry. Going back to the topic. um, So, you know, you're in the hotel. 10 days, um, you had this really nice person trying to make it easier for you. But what was the first feeling you got when maybe your dad or your mom or your sister picked you up from the hotel or maybe... Quick quick question. When your quarantine was done, did you have to take a cab going home or could your family pick you up? My, your family can pick you up. So, okay. um, so it's because you're cleared with the RT-PCR. So that, that was it. My, my parents were really excited. Um, my mom was really excited because I bought her Gucci shades. Uh, shades. So I said, "Mom, are you excited to see me?" Or <laughs> because that's that Anyway, um, my my mom and dad were like, "What time will you uh, get out?" Like, um, blah, blah blah. They were really excited. And the first hug from my dad, I was teary eyed. I was like. <laughs> I'm still a baby. I'm still like, um, it was because um, when I was in quarantine, I really saw that there was no age limit as to being a parent. And I also knew that like it's, it hit me like, oh my God, if I have a child, I would be it's modern for oh, I mean, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, I, I hope, I sorry, I hope it makes sense, but like, I will be the mother of this child for like, regardless of his age or her age. So that's how I, I felt like when, when my parents was like assisting me throughout, I was 27 back then. Yeah, it was, it was just a few months ago. Like, I was Grabe like, yung 27 back then, parang it was 10, 10 years ago. Or na, no, yeah. But it was actually like a few <laughs> months ago. But yeah, I really appreciate my parents. Um, I, I knew how worried they were, especially when I was telling them, like, 
I had thoughts of jumping into the window because like they really like called did things that to make me feel like more comfortable. Yeah. So oh, I got theory. I didn't. My mom was so excited. My sisters were like super excited. We get to see she them. Miss some bowing was very excited. Mm-hmm. They miss bowing. Um, and then they opened my cookies after war- afterwards. <laughs> so after hugging me, oh, you're so cute. Something like that. It was it was such a <laughs> it was an adventure. I I I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend actually traveling with COVID, with all the restrictions. It's just super, it's a challenge, especially if you have children. I don't recommend it. But can I ask you right now, Rorin, no, um, and I'm still butchering your name, I'm sorry, but you know, um, my, my question to you is, would you trade that experience for anything in the world? Of course. Everything <laughs> no, it, it, um, I was able to. Um, when I, you know what, my my parents are very conservative. They're very, they're very conservative. Um, they're also they're very protective, and I understand that because they're. That's how they wanna protect me. That's how they love me. When I asked for, um, when I asked if I can go to UK. It was a job of the whole of everyone. It was my sister who like had to convince them, telling them, Lauren is old enough. What do you want to happen? Blah blah blah. And then it was my my partner, Ashley, formally asked my dad to like, I will make sure she's fine. Um she's well taken care of, all those things. Like, it was very manly of him to do that. Um, to to um, actually, I, I understand what you went through. <laughs> so those things, and I wouldn't treat it for anything because I did a lot of like monetarily. It was expensive, of course, but like I really, I was sure it was like I was sure that you know what, I have to make this decision but because if I don't make this step, I won't move forward. Because <laughs> Ashley, it's Ashley here. So I, 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 I doubt he's still here, but I'm sure he'll probably listen to it. Yeah, after. maybe he's in a meeting. You know, you, you don't want to settle down. We were planning to buy a house and now we bought the house. Those things. Like, you want to move forward. And I was like, I, I don't want to buy a house. We don't want to you know, do these things without um, knowing your parents, uh, meeting your family. So, yeah, and, you know, I was able to bond with her, with his sister and um, their, um, her fiancé. They were such nice people, really great. So those um, those experiences I wouldn't trade for any amount or any hassle that I've <laughs> been through. But, you know... Guys, if you're planning to go abroad, um, just prepare a lot of money, especially like for COVID. Like, you know, like back up money. It just so happened that I was a bit comfortable back then because we were saving up for the money. I knew I knew that I had emergency money. But you know what? If it's like 
you know, your savings versus your your um your budget is like a bit near each other. I advise not not like and COVID first, and then you can travel. So you know, um, Rorian, you know, we're we're almost done with the episode. Uh, and I don't want to keep you longer because you, you know I'm sure you're very busy with your life, and maybe you're gonna talk to Ashley after. Oh no, Ashley is still here, by the way. Maybe he's like doing yeah. like he's multitasking. Nope, here, no, he said no. Nope, oh my I'm god, she commented it. <laughs> so anyway, um, so you know, my last question to you is, uh, you know, after everything that has happened to you. You know, you're, you're six months in the UK, finally getting home, still missing Ashley and all. Uh, and I'm sorry. Yeah, and yeah, and sorry if I keep going out of the camera, but I, I smoked, I think, 40 or 50 cigarettes already. Uh, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a chain smoker. And it, you think this is water? No, this is gin, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I finished the bottle already. I don't usually do my podcasts without alcohol, but anyway. Oh, wow. um, yeah. I made gin in UK. I made my own gin. Do you, you still have it? Or is it in the UK? Distillery. They have it in the Philippines. Do Setani. No, no, no. Did you bring UK. it with you to the Philippines? No, or is I didn't it bring it. Damn it, Rory. Why would you mention it to me and not say, yeah, I have it with me and I'll my send you like... You need to make your own gin, and then you can order your own gin. Reorder well, it know, after making it. No, I get it. Um, but anyway, I'm kind of annoyed with you, Oren, because I was excited. Like, you know, great <laughs> painter, <laughs> um, makes gin, tells me she makes great stuff and doesn't give it to me. It's like, damn it. <laughs> no, but anyway, um, you know, serious note. Uh, so, you know, after everything you've been through and all, uh for, for you not you've experienced traveling during covid which i would personally want to experience because i think it's one of those once in a lifetime type of things right? okay. no i think no i know it's horrible honestly but then it's one of those things that it's horrible but you'll you never can share it with your children that's like, true it's, like, it's just horrible to experience right <laughs> um but you know for you um you know you, you and ash are having a house and things like that you know i assume you'd want kids in the future right like you'd want to have like a mini rorin or a mini ashley or whatever i mean <laughs> um, here. whether he's here or not you know i'm not pressuring you or anything but let's just assume that you want kids uh or maybe you know let's say your elder sister has kids you know in the future and they say hey um tell us more about your COVID experience what's the What's the first thing you would tell them? If they ask me about my COVID experience, like, and then what will I tell head, them? Yeah, top of head, first thing you'll tell them. It was the longest lockdown I have ever had. <laughs> and um, it's the, how to say, not an era. It is a, um, it is a year. It is a stage in like the um, century, 2000 uh, century, that um, that everything um, everything changed. 
like your perspective change you became like this is when you're I, I feel like when I have kids and they will look things in a certain manner I would always look back to I would always look back to this this time wherein we have money but we can spend it we have money but then for example we have money but you don't have the freedom so those essential things that makes you human <laughs> you can't do so maybe that's something that i will like remind them that they didn't you know that there was a time <laughs> back then when we had all those things you think money is important you think like work is important but turns out like health is more important than anything um having your freedom is more important than anything being able to hug your your loved ones is so it's a privilege so yeah that's maybe that's something that i would like share share to them make them wonder that oh okay i should be grateful and you know i think that's amazing you know um that, that that's that's a great answer and yeah that, that's everything i have to ask you and you know thank you so much Warren, for for being here uh it i'm sure it wasn't easy to, to to you know to tell your story and your experiences but thank you so much and now it's time for you to do your plugins and after this, this episode, I will definitely talk to you about it. But yeah, once you do all your plugins right now, where they can follow you, where they can reach you, whether it's about your your art, about COVID, etc. Okay, hi guys. So um, I am currently doing my portfolio for um, Rorin Art. So follow me on Instagram. It's at Rorin Barry. So um, currently, our website is under construction. So hello <laughs> to my boyfriend. And then for any digital um, digital work, so maybe like e-commerce website, uh, if you want to do some automation, if you want to do any marketing or um, end-to-end solutions, um, you can ping me. Um, we're doing, uh, we're under Potato Works Digital. So we do all those things. So yeah, again, follow Rorin Barry and IG. And I'd like to thank Rory. I'd like to thank Rory again, you know, for being here. Uh, thank you so before much. Before I end this, yeah, thank you, Rory. And you know, before I end this episode, I have to thank our sponsors. I'm so sorry that I didn't mention you guys at the start of the episode as usual, but I was just very excited to have Rory here. So thank you again to Swagat Indian Cuisine, to uh, Thai Movement, and to the Modern Fashionista. And yeah, that's it. Uh, Iglap will be back next week we had an early episode this week but we'll be back next week uh thursday 8 30 p.m with a different topic and things like that so thank you again to everyone who watched and thank you again to rarin for being here bye everyone stay safe and take care thank you <laughs>